Good morning, good morning, and good morning, and welcome to another episode of Popping Off with Phil, the podcast. So I know you're probably wondering why you're not hearing car movement. I am in my vehicle. However, I had some issues this morning where I recorded an entire episode, and then there was an issue with publishing. So I have to start over. The life of a podcaster. Uh, some days are really, really unpredictable, and today was one of those days. And it started off rough, because... Bitch, I thought I was about to get evicted this morning. Okay, let me tell you. So, let me, first of all, let me, don't be alarmed. I'm not really going to get evicted. But everything that could go wrong this morning went wrong this morning. So, first of all, I know that I'm not the only person who's dealt with this or deals with this. But that having to wake up in the middle of the night to use the restroom. So, I know when I wake up at 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning and I have to go to the bathroom, it's perfectly, okay, it's actually exciting because I'm like, this is great. I get to go to the restroom. I get to get back in the bed. I get to lay down. And it seems like the bed is that much more comfortable. Uh, the room is that that much more cooler. <laughs> or that much, yeah, that much more cooler. Yeah, whatever. It's it, Everything's right. But bitch, when you wake up at 6 o'clock in the morning, <laughs> and uh, or that uh, the alarm goes off at 6 o'clock in the morning, and you have to go to the bathroom at like 5.35, talk about attitude. But... Today, instead of crawling back in the bed like I normally would and possibly sleeping till 6.30, which means I don't leave the house on time, it means I don't get to work on time, which means I can't leave on time, I decided to go ahead and get up and get myself together, which is what I did. And so since I was up and I had, you know, extra time as, a, as opposed to I'm lounging around, I decided I was going to cook breakfast. I had gone to the grocery store. Um, the latter part of last week had picked up some bacon, um, some Hormel black labeled cherry wood bacon. And when I tell you that shit's so good. Picked up some bacon, picked up some eggs and some croissants. And I was like, you know, I'm going to make breakfast this morning. It'll be great. It'll start my day off right. <clears throat> but everything that could go wrong went wrong. Went downstairs, put the bacon in the oven, ran back upstairs, um, replied to a colleague's email. I smelled the fresh sweet aroma of bacon cooking so I ran downstairs because I didn't want to burn this shit up took it out the oven and the fire alarm went off so I was like fuck because my roommate's not up yet so I, I got that to cut off it was perfectly fine so did that fried up my eggs put my sandwich together needed some jelly because let me tell you ain't nothing like a, 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 a just a dab of grape jelly on a croissant or toasted bread or whatever the case is with your eggs, your cheese eggs, and your bacon. So, I, I mean, I was excited. Bitch couldn't find no jelly, okay? So, I was in the cabinet, and when I was in the cabinet, I dropped a bottle, I think a bottle of vinegar, and then the damn alarm went off this morning. So, I'm like, fuck, he is about to, <laughs> he is about to put my shit on the curb. I have made all the noise in the world. So, I wake up at 530 you know, six, six o'clock in the morning, he wakes up a whole hour later. So, you know, I'm trying to be cognizant of that shit because when you live by yourself and you used to not hearing no noise, you know, you invite someone to your home, you're accustomed to noise. But, you know, he already told me I walked down the stairs too damn hard. So I'm trying not to be Jolly Green Giant in that motherfucker. I'm really just trying to, you know, be, be peaceful, not to cause no, no, no problem. So, you know, it was OK. He wasn't upset. He said that he didn't even hear the fire alarm. So I dime myself out on that one. Um, the, uh, the, 
the company though, the security company did call him this morning. He was like, no need to be alarmed. It was false alarm. We're all good. But I was like, as a peace offering, I was like, well, I did uh, make you some bacon and some, some cheese eggs and here's a croissant. So help yourself in hopes that when I get home, um, the, the, the locks haven't been changed. <laughs> but anyway, that was my morning story. Um, traffic was heavy today. I don't know why school is out. So the 12 million people that are normally on the road Monday through Friday should not be, but whatever. It's fine. Um, let's get into this week's episode. I don't want to prolong the time. I actually am trying to do this in like 15 to 20 minutes. So I got five. So I've been talking with friends about a lot of people, really, not just friends, just random people about the, the life of the gay black male and how we've kind of been regulated or regu- regular, what's the word? We've been forced. Damn, I hate when you're trying to sound smart and you can't get the word out. Anyway, uh, we've been forced um, kind of on to apps. So, you know, I remember in college and, you know, the, the, the online uh, websites were really popular. A for A, Men for Now, Black Gay Chat. And that's kind of where you met people, you know. Um, you met people within the college community. You met people in the greater community in terms of Atlanta itself. And that's that's what it was. And now we've kind of migrated away from that to the, 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 the apps that are affectionately coined, air quotes, dating apps, which they are not, <laughs> let me assure you. Um, and just the, the, the fuckery that you have to deal with on these apps it's just it's just so much and you know every once in a while I stand upon the mount like Scarlett O'Hara and going with the wind and declare that I will never get on apps again and three months later my ass after I've deleted all my apps and lost all my messages and and lost all my contacts are back on that thing again blocking and reblocking the same motherfuckers I blocked three months ago so at at some point I'm gonna just finally just be like this is it but obviously I'm not there yet and so I've at this point I stopped deleting it it's just if I don't want to check it I just don't check it but there's no point of going through the back and forth of deleting it but anyway when you're on these apps um and there's a series of them but they're all the same I call them all Christian Mingle and I call them Christian Mingle affectionately because everyone purports to be this emotionally evolved mature individual who's in search of a good wholesome clean fun and a, and a person to spend the rest of their life with everybody's into LTR nobody's into uh uh F, FWB sorry LTR long-term relationship FWB friends with benefits nobody's looking for hookups you know everybody declares on their page if this what you're looking for I ain't the one if you're looking for a quick fuck then don't hit me up and then they send you a picture and they spread eagle across the coffee table. And you're like, well, this, this is totally contrary to what your web, uh, what your, you know, your profile states. But it's, it is what it is. I think that the biggest thing about being on these sites is just literally being honest with yourself about who you are, what you're in search of, and finding a way to convey that creatively, but honestly, because it all comes out. If it's a situation where you're on there talking about you want to be in a long-term relationship and this and this and this and that and that, and you're really on there on some NSA, no strings attached type bullshit, it eventually comes out. It comes out in conversation. It comes out in in, in interaction. It comes out in how, you know, you know, how you, you know, the pictures you send, you know, because people are always like, oh, 
can you send me a pic? And I'm like, well, I have a face pickup. And the reason why I have a face pickup is because I don't want to go through this picture game of trying to figure out what to send and all that bullshit. So this is who I am. Um, anything outside of that, the conversation has now moved to a different space. But, you know, you encounter different people on here. And I feel like there needs to be this conversation on etiquette and how to conduct yourself and how to deal with people on these social media dating sex apps and who better to do it than me so i've created a list of things that annoy the fuck out of me when i'm on these sites um and the first thing on that list is the laundry list niggas so laundry list niggas are niggas who have an entire an entire profile dedicated to the shit they don't like the shit they ain't into and the reasons why you shouldn't hit them up if any of this applies to you so they're only looking for masculine. They don't like feminine. They don't, if you say girl a bitch, don't hit me up. If you wear girl clothes, don't hit me up. If you wear makeup, don't hit me up. If you got a high voice, don't hit me up. Um, if you are dark skin, don't hit me up. If you fat, don't hit me up. If you short, don't hit me up. If you too tall, don't hit me up. If you got big feet, don't hit me up. If you got stank breath, don't hit me up. I mean, it's like, by the time I go through the list of all of the things that they aren't looking for, I'm like, well, wh- who the fuck's left? Like, what are you looking for? Tell me, because I think it would be easier. The list would be a whole lot shorter and we can move on. They're annoying. And they also tend to be those guys that are very selective and very picky about who it is they fuck with. And so the bottom line with all of that is it's just like talent. If a person's talented, they don't have to walk around boasting how talented they are. It shows. If you are picky and or selective, anybody who hits up your profile who does not fit into that box that you've created, which is extremely fucking narrow, will they'll know. We'll know. We'll get it. You there's no need to go through this whole thing because it's such a self-hating, self-deprecating way or approach to being online. And it's annoying as fuck. The next one is the DL niggas. So it perplexes me that we are still in this 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 world of DL, okay? So, but it is what it is. I get it. You know, there are niggas who walk that fine line of nobody can clock them and all that's fine and dandy. But let me be clear. I'm not meeting no niggas blind in 2018. I made that mistake 10 years ago. Going to people's houses and being shocked. Niggas sound like Barry White on the phone. You get to his house and he looks like Betty White. I'm not for it. And I'm not doing it. So that whole concept of, oh, trust this tight work over here. No, sir. Mm-mm. Not me. Not doing it. No, 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 no. If you are that DL, this ain't the place for you. If you are that DL that you are on a sex site looking to hook up with people, showing body parts and shit, but you are hitting me up based on what you see. And you expect that I'm just supposed to take your word for it? It ain't like niggas walking around talking to You know, I'm really not that attractive. But I have a good heart. Fuck that. Uh, no, not doing it. If I'm looking for, fr- for... There are certain criteria that you have for friends. And normally, attractiveness is not even ranked. But in situations where you're looking for people that you're actually going to be engaged in sexually or people that you could partic- uh, potentially date attractiveness does rank and so i'm not trusting that your mama said that you are the most beautiful man in the world nigga goodbye (laughs) the next one that gets on my nerves is clueless niggas and i'm gonna be honest i at one time was a clueless nigga 
And I, I clueless niggas are niggas who, who you who send you messages, and they don't get the hint based on your response. So there's a couple of responses, a non-response. Um, and let me assure you, if you send someone a message and they don't respond, if you send someone a message a second time and they don't respond, um, it's not that they didn't see the message. Yes, there are some popular people online that get countless messages, but for the most part, people know who's sending the messages. They either deleting those motherfuckers or ignoring them. One of the two. Um, and 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 for some people, it's they're doing one or the other because they're trying not to be rude. Uh, but if a person doesn't respond to your messages, that means they're not interested. That's that's the easy way. Um, secondly, is when you send these long lengthy messages messages about what it is you're looking for and a person's response is one word that is probably also an indication that they're not interested so hello my beautiful king i see that you're here and i'm here and i'm looking for a soul connection nigga (laughs) i am not looking for my soul to be connected and (laughs) my response typically to those messages are hello thank you (laughs) you know if if you compliment me, I do feel that it's important to say, hey, I appreciate that. But at the point where I say, hey, I appreciate that, that typically means that the conversation is over. Um, if somebody wants to further the conversation, they say, hey, I appreciate that. You too. I appreciate that. You're also good looking. I appreciate that. Um, how are you? What you looking for? What's up? What's good? If you don't get any of that, then you should probably move on. (laughs) The last one is, and this is my favorite, cryptic message niggas. So I I think it's funny because obviously, you know, you're on, some people delete and they don't delete. I know there are differently times in my life where I've deleted the app completely. So sometimes you delete the app and you've been engaged in conversation with someone. Sometimes when the conversation is good, you exchange numbers or in this new age, kick, because then you don't have to have my number, nigga. And that means I don't have to deal with you. Uh, and I don't have to change my number when I do finally find my husband, because obviously that's going to have to happen. But um, there, you know, you these cryptic messages come from people who either you've been engaged with, maybe you fucked up with them, or maybe it's a situation where you just had ongoing conversation and then you left the app and now you're back on the app and they send you messages like, I just don't understand why we can't be together. Mind you, the profile is faceless. It is blank. There's no, there's no substance. You don't even know the nigga's age and, 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 and nationality. And they're like, I really, I really thought we could have been good together. I don't understand. I'm like, who the fuck is this? Like, that's literally my first response. Like, who are you? And obviously you want a response. But you send me as this guessing game. I had this nigga who was like, um, hey, Phil. And I'm like, hello. And I was like, obviously, you know me, but I don't know you. I, I think it's ridiculous to have engage in conversation with somebody who I don't know. And it's like, well, we don't know each other exactly, but I know of you. And then he starts to rattle off things like I've seen you here and I know you're from here. And you're from there. And I'm like, but who the fuck are you? This stalker bullshit ain't cool, nigga. Like if if even if it's a situation where I could possibly be interested in you, I'm not going to be on here talking to motherfucking phantoms all day. Like who has time for that? So. You know, eventually these are people who delete you or people who send you messages like, um, I know you, I know that you used to fuck around with such and such, such and such. And 
<laughs> so does that mean that that's an automatic pass for you to be in my inbox talking bullshit and being disrespectful because I fucked with somebody you know? I need us to do better. I need us to do better because we're always complaining in our community that, you know, it's so hard, it's so tough. And I think we make it hard and we make it tough on each other because, you know, we because of how we communicate with one another, because of how we interact with one another. Listen, I'm no stranger to rejection. I know nobody listening to this message is a stranger to rejection. It happens. But in my personal opinion, rejection online is much easier than rejection in person. Because when you get curved and you out with your boys and you out with your girls and you hanging with your people, it's worse. Because you got to look at this nigga in the face all night and trust and believe when you've been curved or when you curve somebody else, you see that motherfucker 50, 11 times in the course of the evening. Now with somebody you really, really like, <laughs> that bitch becomes like Phantom of the Opera. You see them one time in the club, walking across the room, almost like that motherfucker is gliding, and then you never see them again. And you find yourself trying to figure out where they are. You done been to the bathroom 17 times. You done walked to every bar. You done walked from corner to corner. You done back alley. You done been upstairs, downstairs, outside, back patio. You still ain't seen this motherfucker. But a motherfucker you ain't trying to fuck with, you see, it's like the, you turn around and motherfucker pop up like a ghost. They like right next to you like, shit. It like, it scares you. It takes your breath away. You clutch your pearls. Like, where did you come from? Like, how did you just appear? Um... So online, when a motherfucker decides that they don't want to fuck with you and they like totally disappear, they they ghost you, they block you, because obviously you know you've been blocked because you having a you having a conversation and then all of a sudden the conversation disappears. But my thing is like it's laughable because it is what it is. Like, and nobody has to be party to that embarrassment. Nobody knows what's going on but you and that other person. So I feel like rejection online, not that rejection is easy. But it should be easier. And it doesn't require you to be all angry because there's nothing to prove or hide. Like if you hit me up and I say and I don't say anything or my new favorite patent response is I'm not interested. It's so freeing. Before I used to pussyfoot around trying to figure out how to navigate the best way to tell this nigga to, to buzz the fuck off. But now I just say I'm not interested. Or if somebody offers some type of proposition that I'm not for, I'm no, thank you. It's great. It's free. I feel no, I don't have the baggage and the weight of trying to let somebody down easy. You know, uh, I, literally in the past, I've had conversations for months and months and months. Well, not months and months and months. We'll say days and days and days. You're talking to this person. Um, you exchange numbers. Maybe you talk on the phone and that nigga send a picture and you like all this for this. <laughs> so I'm, I'm at this point in my life now where I just don't have time for that. And I beseech you to also not have time for that. Just be like, hey, I'm not interested. No, I'm good. I'm cool. That's not what I'm looking for. You ain't got to lie. You just got to be honest. If you're not into somebody, if you don't like what they present, then just be over it. But I feel like if we learned how to communicate with each other better and how to be honest about what it is we really are looking for and what it is we really want and what we don't want, this process of finding someone would be easier because the, the the reality of the situation is everybody on that site is in search of the same thing and that thing is connection that is all of our singular goal connection we want a connection so how we how we gain that connection might be different some people are legitimately trying to gain that connection through friends because i don't doubt it i do believe that there are people on these sites looking for friends i do believe that the problem is is I don't go to Walmart sells groceries, but I don't go to Walmart to purchase groceries. You know what I'm saying? 
Um, Macy's has a kiosk that sells Apple products, but I don't go to Macy's to buy an iPod or an iPad. It's available to me. So we really have to get into this whole concept of this is what this is here for. So you're going to be met by people who are solely here for sex, solely here for hookups and NSA type of interactions. And you can't be upset or frustrated when you're met with people who are just in that space because people are like, everybody's talking about sex. Honey, dear, sweet love, this is a sex site. And so this is what you're going to encounter. If this is not what you're for or you don't know how to navigate this space, then you should probably exit stage left. Um, but I feel like, you know, if you're just honest with this is what you want and this is what you don't want and this is what you're willing to accept and this is what you won't accept, then the interaction would be a lot easier. And we could get to a happy, we could come to a happy place, a happy medium where we just learn to say thanks, but no thanks. We learn to accept the fact that people are interested in whatever it is that we're trying to sell and we can all breathe. Okay, that's my rant for the day. Just wanted to talk a little bit about social media, gay dating app woes. Um, I'm sure that you guys have plenty of stories. I have tons and tons of stories. My best friend always says, you should definitely write a book because I have been in some interesting, interesting, interesting situations in meeting people <laughs> via these apps and predating the apps, meeting people offline. Um, and I would love to recount them. Maybe not here. It might be a little too seedy. But anyway, hit me up. Um, I am available on multiple platforms, of course, via the Anchor app, as well as uh, the podcast function on your Apple phones. Um, they just added a couple of new platforms. So just, just look for me. I'm going to post respond, send me messages, give me feedback. You're my co-host. Let me know what you think about the direction of the show. You have any show ideas, anything that you, anything that you are interested to hear what my perspective is on, let me know. I would love to hear from you. Anyway, it is Tuesday. I did not exactly achieve my goal. I'm a little over 15 minutes, but I'm just under 23. Um, make it a great Tuesday. I love you for real. Peace.